Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello, hot staff, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Edit podcast. Happy Wednesday. I hope you are having an incredible day so far and that it continues, continues to get even better. And in fact, I don't even want to say happy Wednesday. I just want to say happy whenever it is that you're listening to this episode. I hope, uh, I hope everything is working out for you. (laughs) Also, before we get too deep into today's episode, I want to take a moment to shout out Liz Kay, who left a review and she said, I love Afia's podcast. I listen to all the episodes and love how she makes manifestations so easy to understand and provides practical insights and action steps while covering so many great topics. Thank you so much for your review and If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, I would so appreciate if you would take five minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps more people to find and enjoy the podcast. And I mean, of course, it's a nice little ego boost for me as well, but mainly it helps other people to find and enjoy the podcast and it helps um, it helps me to grow the podcast too and get in front of people who are open to this work and open to the next steps of their manifestation and mindset journeys. And of course, you get a nice little shout out on the podcast too. Anyway, moving into what's hot this week, I didn't share this on last week's episode, but I actually ended up getting last minute tickets, last minute ringside tickets to a fight here in Melbourne. I'm not, you know, I'm not super into boxing, so I don't know all the official terms and stuff, but we had ringside seats to this fight and it was my friend and I was the first fight that we had been to boxing match. And it was so interesting just to observe uh and obviously it's like primarily men that go to these events and it was just very interesting like seeing the energy and the camaraderie and the excitement the joy the really light energy up until the fight actually took place and then the Australian guy who by the way I wasn't I wasn't rooting for the Australian guy shoot me but the other guy no he had better style and also he was hotter and I was just rooting for him and he was black too so you know the trifecta and <laughs> once the um the Australian guy lost the energy in the room it was like instantaneous it was like wait okay click click for me okay it was like the energy just completely shifted and it became like this really like dark heavy energy and then afterwards I actually read about it online that there were loads of fights on the streets that had broken out after after the fight because people were sad that their guy didn't win and I was just like wow I can't think of anything that women have that is similar both in terms of the camaraderie and then also like the need to to express the anger so so publicly I just found it I I found the whole thing so fascinating um and yeah it was a great experience and then afterwards my friend Emma and I we went to the casino and I'm not like a casino person I went to Vegas when I was 20 um and I played a slot machine I gambled $20 I lost $20 and I was like I will never gamble again now eight years later is actually the first time that I've ever gambled in a casino like properly gambled I don't like I mean obviously I use a machine but this time I went to a roulette table with my friend Emma and I'm watching what she's doing and I'm like wait you can just pick like 
an odd or an even one and you can win based on that she's like yeah I was like oh okay cool I'll do that and trusted my in, like my intuition the first couple of times was like pick this one pick this one and I just watched I didn't put any bets on and then those were the ones that won I was like fuck I should have just bet so I did and at one point I was actually $200 up so I only put in $50 and at one point I was $200 up and then I just got I got so excited by the fact that I was winning and I stopped listening to my intuition and then I started losing and I was like fuck right I need to um because you know what happens is you you have to you all you don't have to but if you want to earn the money back you have to kind of keep doubling keep doubling and then that's how you end up losing all of your money so I'm like no I'm just gonna I'm not gonna try and get back to 200 I'm just gonna pull pull out now so I did and I actually left with my $50 that I put in and I was $70 up and it was so exhilarating like I could totally see how people could get addicted to that because when you're winning there's no better feeling than winning but someone said once you have to be okay with losing sometimes and I thought that was that was really profound (laughs) That's a really profound piece of information, piece of knowledge. But all the, all the past week, I have, I got six months free on Uber Pass, which is like where you get free delivery and you get like certain discounts on food. I had one of my food orders I ordered. It came with extra food that I didn't order. I got this like really nice chicken wrap. Oh, it was delicious. It was amazing. That came for free. I discounts on my Uber rides. I had just like so many just like little like like a peck on the cheek from the universe and I was like thank you universe you know what I do deserve that thank you I appreciate I appreciate what you're doing for me right now oh and I just took a break just now to check my emails and I just got a notice from my electricity providers and they're like we're changing your bill rates and I thought it was going to be an increase but no it's a discount which is good seeing as like it's like 20 dollars to buy kilograms of peppers right now prices on things are wild but before I get too distracted and go off on a tangent which tends to happen with these things let's get into this week's episode this is why energetic boundaries are the missing piece of manifestation. Talking about boundaries is one of my absolute favorite things to do. And uh, you know what it is? I think one of the biggest reasons why it is now one of my favorite things to talk about is because I used to have such poor boundaries and I was such a people pleaser and I didn't even realize it. And I think we can all point to times in our past or maybe even currently right now in your present where you maybe experience the same. And at the time, I thought by pleasing other people and by appeasing other people's needs that I would get other people to like me more. Obviously, we all want to be liked, right? But what I didn't realize was that I was betraying myself in the process. And that would ultimately lead to resentment either of myself, of the other person, or both people in that situation. And so 2020 was when I actually began my conscious journey to exploring what boundaries I had in my life that was when I really became like okay this is something that I want to work on and before that maybe I was working on my boundaries but it wasn't something that I'd necessarily given that conscious effort to it's and here's the thing is so so crucial to manifestation I cannot even begin to say in fact I say all the time because it's step three of the vibes method for aligned manifestation which is my manifestation method But the reason why it's so important is because you have to choose what is important to you. You have to decide where you are putting your time, your energy and resources. And if you don't actively decide, it will be chosen for you. And sometimes it will be chosen for you by other people who do not have your best interests at heart, who don't care about your needs, your desires or compromise and who just wanna get the most out of you that they possibly can, or who don't care 
how much of yourself you have to compromise in order for them to get what they want. And this isn't always from a malicious point of view. I'm not saying that everyone out here is a narcissist, but I am saying that some people don't value you as much as you value you. In fact, most people won't value you as much as you value you because that's just the nature of being human. So without being clear on what your boundaries are, you leave yourself open to other people deciding them for you. And that is not what we want. When it comes to conscious manifestation, one of the most exciting parts is getting to choose what your future looks like, getting to choose what you wanna manifest in your life, getting to choose who you spend your time with. Oh, the choice is so fucking beautiful. And in order to have that choice, in order to manifest things into your life that you actually want, you need to have the time, energy, and resources on your side in order to do that. And guess what? While you're giving your time, energy, and resources away to people, places, experiences, things that do not serve you, it's leeching that time, energy, resources, and all that good shit away from all the things that do. So here's how to turn things around. First of all, you wanna acknowledge why boundaries are so important, which is what we have been doing here. And it is the third step in my advice method for aligned manifestation for a reason, because I believe once you know who you are and you know what intentions you want to set, what you want to have, this is where you really need to look at and kind of do a bit of an audit of where things are at in your life at the moment, right? It's like bridging that gap from where you are now to where you want to be and whether the habits, beliefs, behaviors, etc., that you currently have are conducive to where you want to go and boundaries is just such a key part of that, that I think really gets overlooked a lot of the time because it's just, it's not particularly sexy to talk about, honestly. Um, I, I mean, I find it sexy to talk about. I hope I'm making it a little bit sexy for you. But generally, it's not something that we just sit and have a conversation around like, hey, you know, I talk with my friends a lot about my dreams. And actually, I do have some friends with them now where I'm like, you have terrible boundaries. And they tell me like, hmm, this made me against your boundaries. And I can have conversations like that now, but I didn't used to have conversations like that. I would, it was just, it would never have even crossed my radar. So It's okay if you're listening to this episode right now and thinking, fuck, I've got some weak ass boundaries. I've got terrible boundaries, poor boundaries. Don't feel bad about it. Don't beat yourself up about it, right? And I know that's easy for me to say, but truly like we are all on a journey and the more information we have, the more knowledge we have, the more power we can derive as a result of that. Second of all, let's use this information and look back over past things, for example, that you may have wanted to call in and there was a bit of resistance, there was a bit of hesitation there. And when you look back and you think about that, you're like, well, you know what? My boundaries weren't as good as they could have been. And here are some examples of having per boundaries when it comes to manifestation. It may look like saying that you are gonna meditate every day for 10 minutes and then when you wake up, all you do is spend time on your phone instead and I'm laughing because... Oh, sometimes it's just me. I have to be honest. Like I do have a bit of a social media addiction, but I still make it a priority to do my meditation every day as I have done for the last 1,081 days. So going against your boundaries might look like, oh, I'll just do the meditation another day or, oh, the meditation isn't that important or, oh, I said that I was going to do X action, but I'm just going to push it off or this person has asked me to do this when I said I was actually going to take that time for myself. I guess time for myself isn't that important. Anytime you go back on the promises that you've kept to yourself to keep a promise to someone else, you're saying to you're indicating to your subconscious that they are more important than you are, that their desires are more important than you are. And this is not to say that you can't compromise and you can't, you know, we have to accommodate people. We have to be accommodating for people sometimes. But this is to say that we can't be accommodating for other people all the time. And we can't be accommodating for more people 
I mean, we can't be accommodating for other people more than we are for ourselves. So keeping promises to yourself should be your priority. And even if you have a family, you have a partner, you have other people that depend on you, still keeping those promises to yourself allows you to create more space and more energy to, to provide for those other people as well. An example of this is in 2018, when I created my second ever vision board, I had all of these things on there, these glorious things. And I'm like, this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year that I make it. And I had all of these different things on there. And I self-betrayed because I did not look at that vision board. I hardly looked at the vision board. I was hardly taking any conscious action towards the things I'd actually put on there. And that was going against the boundaries that I had set where I'm like, no, this is what I'm available for. I want to create my dream life and I'm available for experiences that are in line with that. That may mean compromising some things, that may mean sacrificing some things. But I tell you what, that sacrifice, that compromise is more important than to me than to not getting what I desire, than to not manifesting the things that I've set out to manifest. That experience with that vision board was actually wholly illuminating for reasons that I didn't expect, but ultimately I went against myself because I, I didn't stick to my word. So going against your boundaries may look like not sticking to your word. It may look like compromising on things that you don't want to compromise on. So like someone's like, oh, like, you know, when people are like taking the piss a bit, like when people are taking advantage and you just like let yourself be taking advantage of it, even though it doesn't feel good in the moment. I mentioned on last week's episode that when I first started solo traveling, I was just so desperate to make friends that I would say that I wanted to do these things. I would like, oh yeah, like let's go on this three hour hike. I fucking hate hiking. I didn't want to go on a three hour hike. I didn't even want to go on a two hour hike, but I would just do it for the sake of like, oh, this is what they want to do. So that's what I'm going to do as well. Whereas now I'm like, nah, you enjoy your hike. I'm going to go to the spa and I'm going to enjoy myself there instead. And I don't have a problem with that, but it is a practice. So the third point is setting boundaries enforcing boundaries is a practice is a choice and it is something that you have to continually uphold because it's one thing to say like these are my boundaries but it's another thing when your your friend is asking you to do something for you and you've said that you're going to give this night to yourself oh but your friend is like I don't know your friend's fun to hang out with and and I don't know okay this isn't a very good example but essentially it's one thing to say like these are my boundaries yeah this is what I'm here for and then being in a situation where those those boundaries are pushed and it maybe is like just like a little breach of those boundaries where you're like, oh, I'm sure it wouldn't be a big deal. But then you keep repeating those and then it spirals into a big deal. So it's like catching those things early on and knowing that time with yourself and focusing on your own things is actually important too. Don't feel guilty for prioritizing your own goals or your own needs or your own desires. So as you're listening to this episode, I want you to take a moment and think of, what boundaries do you currently have in place in your life? So for me, some of my boundaries, especially around work, is that I don't book calls on Mondays and Fridays. I don't like to do calls on Mondays and Fridays. Sometimes on Monday, I might take an extra day off if I need it. Sometimes on Fridays, I might finish up a bit early if I need it. I'm also doing stuff in the evenings on Friday, so I don't want to have like, if I have a call booked for the day, that entire day, all I'm thinking about is that call. So that's why if you ever join any of my coaching programs, they're actually in pretty good times for everyone else because I do them early in the morning my time because if I have them in the middle of the day, if I have them in the late afternoon, I'm not going to be able to get anything else done throughout the day because all I'm thinking about in the back of my mind or maybe in the forefront of my mind is I have a call today. 
I'll have someone else who is relying on me today. I have someone who I'm speaking to today. And that is just playing over and over again in my mind. I think there's actually, there is actually a technical term for it, but I find it so hard to, to, to focus on other things when, when I have my calls because it, it's my priority for the day. So for example, I have podcast interviews. I will typically do maybe for maximum, I will usually do two to three podcast interviews for other people's podcasts. I'll do two or three and run one day rather than spreading them out across a number of days. And not only will I do two or three, sometimes up to four in one day, I will run them back to back. So from nine to 12 or something, I will have podcast interview, finish that interview, five minutes, next one, next one, next one. And I do it that way because that's how I keep in my flow. That's how I keep in my focus. And if I break that flow, then my mind's just going to it's, it's just not it's just not good for me I've learned that that's not a boundary that I've always had it's a boundary I've had to develop because I've learned how I work best um another one podcast interviews timings with podcast interviews I work well typically I actually work like maybe I want to say actually 10 to 5 but for podcast interviews I'll say I'm available 9 to 6 because sometimes I'll be doing interviews with people in the UK and I want to be available for all time zones I am not about to sit here and record a podcast interview at 8 p.m. I'm not about to sit here and record a podcast interview at 7 a.m., which is a recent discovery. If I am recording a podcast interview before it is actually light outside, it's it's going to be a bit of a struggle for me. It's going to be a bit of a struggle for me because I don't have um, the capacity to do my morning routine before then and because I like my sleep. So those are a couple of examples of boundaries that I have in force into like my work also not working on weekends so even if someone's emailed me on the weekend or you know I can see which was <laughs> challenging to begin with at first because it's like oh I could just like quickly reply or if my client messages me on my weekend I'm like oh I could just quickly reply though it would be so easy it would take seconds maybe for me to reply but I don't because I have that boundary like I don't reply to messages on weekends and if I cross that boundary once then what's to stop me from crossing that boundary another time those are a couple of my work boundaries I have a few work boundaries in my personal life boundaries will look like I am not going to agree to come on a night out or a party with you if I don't feel like it I have one of my friends we've not seen each other for like (laughs) good three or four months and bless her every time she'll bring me like hey do you want to come for some drinks tonight and she has actually asked me several times and every time it's a no because I just don't really feel like it. I'm not feeling amazing or I'm tired. And although we haven't seen each other for a while, number one, I know our friendship is going to be okay regardless because that's just the kind of friendship that we have. But number two, I don't want to just say yes to something that I don't actually want to go to. I don't actually want to participate in just for the sake of doing it. So that's another boundaries in my personal relationships. Another boundary in my personal relationships is that that on a whole, I don't talk to my friends on Instagram. Not that I'm going to like ignore their messages, but I prefer and for pretty much 90% of my, and it's especially like 100% of the time if I'm having like a long back and forth conversation, it's going to be on text. We're going to be on the phone or TikTok doesn't really count because I only ever use TikTok to send memes, but because I use Instagram for work, I don't want to speak to my friends on Instagram because it's going to encourage me to like log into the app and also because of aforementioned social media addictions, I don't want to log into the app to have a conversation with you. I don't have any notifications for social media. So if you're texting me on Instagram, even if you're texting me on WhatsApp, you're not going to hear it from me as frequently as if we just texted or preferably even having a phone call. Um, Because I realized, again, that was a boundary that 
I had to develop for myself because I realized that my relationship with, with social media was even unhealthier than it was now. And I say unhealthy relationship with social media, like it's not terrible now, but I know that it could be better. I know that it's been better before. And so I have that boundary. And if a friend starts talking to me on Instagram, then I'll move that conversation off Instagram and we'll be chatting over text. And that's the only thing that I have notifications for. Otherwise it would drive me nuts having notifications for like every single social media. Absolutely not, absolutely not. So those are the main boundaries in each area, you know, personal life, working life. Those are the main boundaries I have. I do have some more, but I just wanted to give you an example of what boundaries might look like. And these were not boundaries that I came out of the womb with like, don't text me on Instagram, but these are boundaries that I've developed over time. And actually, because I have experienced the opposite, I've experienced having calls on varying days of the week and feeling like, my schedule's just completely disorganized and like I can't concentrate throughout the week because I'm thinking about I've got my call on Friday I've got my call on Monday I don't like it I don't like it my actual favorite days for calls are Tuesday and Wednesdays so those are I just feel like those are energetically my favorite days for working and you know two-day work week maybe will be a thing and I I have very specific days of things and I think it just a lot of my boundaries are around the way that my brain works and that's taken a lot of trial and error to get to grips with but in setting these boundaries it frees up more time more energy and more space to focus on the things that I'm manifesting into my life and you get to experience the same so my first question that I posed to you was what boundaries do you currently have in your life and I encourage you to write them down I've given you some examples of my boundaries so maybe you have something similar if you have kids maybe you have like no TV after a certain time of day or certain types of food that they're allowed to eat, not allowed to eat, something like that. Um, with your partner, maybe you have certain boundaries in your relationship that you're solid in. These are the kind of things that you would write down on your list of boundaries. And if you can only come up with a few just now, that's great. That gives you, you know, that gives you a tool to work with moving forward. Then you can look at, okay, well, what are you actually available for you in your life? Like what kind of experiences, how do you want to feel? how do you want to feel is a really important one because I realized my work week was making me feel stressed and anxious and I'm like okay this is not how I want to fucking feel what would help me to feel more balanced and that was where the calls on certain days came from and also that I wanted to have more fun in my life and having an extended weekend allows me to allows me to do that and having the possibility for an extended weekend allows me to do that so what boundaries you already have and then what are you available for how do you want to feel what kind of experiences do you want to get out and experience or stay in an experience what are you not available for how don't you want to feel what experiences don't you want to do I don't want to be doing calls at 6 a.m I don't want to be having conversations across multiple social media platforms I don't want you know it's very I find it quite easy actually to come up with the like, nope, definitely don't want this, don't want this. But now I actually find it really easy to come up with my desires as well. And when you've got, this is the boundaries I currently have, this is what I'm available for, this is what I'm not available for. You can use these three pieces of information to form new boundaries. And then from there, your final step is enforcing those boundaries. So this may look like putting your hand up, well, not physically putting your hand up, but energetically putting your hand up and saying no. Practice saying no. And if this feels really huge and really uncomfortable for you, you can practice first, like just kind of role-playing the situation, just like talking to yourself or even looking at yourself in the mirror, thinking of p potential scenarios where someone might cross those boundaries. 
And you could even predetermine the kind of responses you might give. So for example, if someone were to message about booking a podcast interview on a Monday or Friday, Kerry, who is my PR assistant, she would get back to them and she would say, if he is only available for calls on X dates at X times, let's work together to find a time that works for both of us. And that's that's the response. And depending on what your boundaries are, you might want to think of like a couple of responses that you would you would have in your pocket. And by the way, with the podcast interviews, it's not like people are intentionally like encroaching my space. They don't know that that's a boundary that I have. So some people won't know, you know, not everyone has bad intentions. Some people won't know that this is something that is important to you, that this is something that you value until you communicate with them, that with them. I don't communicate with people that, you know, um, that I don't work on Mondays and Fridays for this X reasons. They don't need to know that. But depending on who you're communicating with in your life, with your friend, maybe they do want to know things like that. You know, maybe you would share more information. So that would be something to consider as well. Like how much information do I want to share with someone on this boundary? Obviously in your romantic relationship, you don't just want to start being like, how could you do this? And you've not communicated to them that that was a boundary that you've enforced in your relationship in the first place. So all just some things to consider to play around with until it feels good for you. And to begin with, yeah, setting boundaries and enforcing boundaries can feel uncomfortable. You don't want to be seen as a bitch. You don't want to put anyone out. But the more you practice it and the more you do it, what you'll notice is creating space for more opportunities to come your way and maybe you won't notice it in the moment but ultimately that is what's going to happen and it's it really is magical seeing your your entire world open up as a result of being more open to yourself and if you fail to enforce a boundary the first time round or the first couple of times that doesn't mean like oh I can't now set this boundary at any point in time, you can choose to say what you are and are not available for. There is no like, oh no, the boat's passed. The boat's passed? Is that the expression? The sh- oh, the ship has sailed. <laughs> this ship has sailed. I can't set a boundary around this now. We change, people change, boundaries change, desires change, priorities change. You can set a boundary at any point in time that you choose that something is no longer working for you or something is working for you and you need to make an adjustment. And if people don't respect your boundaries, that says more about them than it does about you. And then you have a decision to make from there how you want to choose to move forward. And so one of the things I love inside of the Conscious Alchemy Mastermind is a space where it's safe to discuss the kind of boundaries that we want to have in our lives. Like, hey, this is something that I'm no longer available for at work, or I'm going to put myself out there and ask for this promotion, or I'm going to communicate with my partner that I need them to step in and help me with X thing. And it's it's so, so oh, just, just great to watch. Like when women step into their power, there is nothing that excites me more apart from me stepping into my own power, but watching other people step into their power is equally fascinating and powerful and just like magical. And so in the side the Conscious Alchemy Mastermind, because it is one of the steps of Vibes Method, all of our trainings are around each of the steps of the Vibes Method. So embodying the vibe of your higher self, setting powerful and heartfelt intentions, energetic blocks and boundaries, balancing your feminine and masculine energy and also surrendering the how all of these are steps within the vibes method and so in the conscious alchemy mastermind every single month we are exploring themes within those whether it's around boundaries whether it's around limiting beliefs whether it's around past traumas whether it's around stepping into your inner power it's just 
intuitively based on what the community needs at that time and then of course having the support of the community while you are exploring yourself while you are setting these new boundaries and while you you are deciding who who you want to be in this world and I think there's something really beautiful about women coming together to do that and so if you are interested in learning more about the Conscious Alchemy Mastermind and how you can join us inside, the link to fill out an application is in the show notes as well as more details on who the mastermind is for and whether you are, you know, whether it's a fit for where you're at in your journey. So you can head to the show notes to check out the Conscious Alchemy Mastermind and until next time, you beautiful boundaries, babe. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 